This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Shutdown adverted. Opposition redoubles on agency moves. A good sign on China talks and GOP senators challenge Wheeler. More than four months in, agencies finally get the FY19 funding. President Trump's commitment to sign the Congressional Budget Agreement that the House cleared last night not only adverts another government shutdown, it also allows USDA and other departments and agencies to finally get the spending increases that lawmakers had agreed to months ago. USDA, the Interior Department, FDA, EPA, and other departments and agencies have either been partially shut down or operating at their fiscal 18 spending level since October 1st. USDA's research agencies are among the biggest winners in the FY19 spending bill, but the legislation also boosts food safety spending at FDA and provides a modest increase for EPA. President Trump is due to release his FY20 budget next month. Critics restart bid to block relocations. Critics of Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue's plan to relocate the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, they're renewing their efforts to block the move by reintroducing a bill that was filed at the end of the last Congress. The 14 Democratic co-sponsors include members of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, which controls USDA's annual budget, and Ohio Representative Marsha Fudge, who chairs the House Agriculture Committee's Oversight Subcommittee. The FY19 spending bill does nothing to stop Purdue from going forward with the plans for the move. However, the joint explanatory statement that accompanies the legislation does direct Purdue to produce a cost-benefit analysis relocation plan. That's something that Purdue said recently he would do. Good vibes from Beijing Trade Talks. The U.S. trade delegation that was in Beijing this week is headed home. And the National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow says progress was made and, quote, the vibe is good. He said, I've talked to the group in China. They're covering all the ground. They're hard at it. They're going to meet with President Xi, so that's a very good sign. They're just soldiering on. President Trump has left open the possibility that he would extend the March 1 deadline when U.S. tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese goods is set to substantially increase, but he stressed he would prefer not to do it. Kudlow said a decision has not yet been made. GOP senators threaten Wheeler confirmation. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is teed up votes after next week's congressional recess on Andrew Wheeler's nomination as EPA Administrator. But five senators, led by Texas Cruz, are demanding assurances that Wheeler will enforce the renewable fuel standard that could limit ethanol usage and the cost of biofuel usage credits or RINs. Without an adequate proposal to meaningfully lower the regulatory burden of the renewable identification numbers or rents, we will have serious concerns with your nomination, the senator said in a letter to Wheeler, who has been serving as acting administrator since last year. The letter asked Wheeler a series of questions, including whether he will continue granting small refinery waivers from the RFS requirements in accordance with the statute and law. Competition intensifies for EU beef quota. It's getting harder and harder to sell beef to European buyers as competition increases for the trade bloc's controversial 
high-quality beef quota that was once hoped would be only used for U.S. beef. The EU quotas for the first and second quarters of the 2018-19 marketing year were filled in just three weeks, and now USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service expects the third quarter, which ends March 31st, is filling up even faster. The most likely reason for this continued evolution is still increasing competition between suppliers as Argentina's market share continues to grow, according to the FAS. The EU quota has been in place ever since 2009 when the U.S. agreed to it rather than to continue the prolonged battle to get the Europeans to accept beef from cattle treated with growth hormones. The U.S. soon became frustrated because other countries, like Australia, were taking up more and more of the 45,000-ton quota. New calls for extending WOTUS comment period. 36 senators and 161 House members are urging EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers to extend the 60-day comment period on the proposed Waters of the U.S. rule by about five months. In letters to the agencies, the lawmakers said the comment period should last at least as long as the comment period for the WOTUS proposal put forth by the Obama administration, and that was 207 days. The current comment period is scheduled to end April 15. The Association of State Wetland Managers, the Environmental Council of the States, and the Association of Clean Water Administrators are asking for a 60-day extension. More farmers spurning USDA census. Fewer farmers responded to the 2017 Census of Agriculture survey in all but three states. That according to newly released data from the National Agriculture Statistics Service. As already reported, the overall response rate for the census, whose release has been delayed from February until April because of the government shutdown, fell from 74.6% for the 2012 census to 71.8% for the 2017 version. The only three states that saw increased response rates were Utah, up from 73.3 to 75.2, Arizona from 73.7 to 75.9, and Iowa barely higher from 77.3 to 77.4%. The biggest drops were in Alabama and Florida, both down 7.2 percentage points. In all, 12 states had response rates below 68% compared to two states in the 2012 census. NAS will adjust the survey results to account for the lower response rate. Here's today's She Said It. We have new people that are very enthusiastic, who kind of got ahead of themselves in terms of how they were rolling things out. That's Senator Debbie Stabenow, the ranking Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee, on the Green New Deal, the plan by progressives to zero out U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. Stabenow said she worked with Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts to craft the section of the GND resolution that calls for reducing emissions from agriculture as much as is technologically feasible. The resolution is very important because it relates to something that impacts every single one of us, and that's the fact that the climate is changing, Stabenow said. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, February 15th. AgriPulse Daybreak brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.